0: Isaiah chapter 30, verse 21 is going to be the text that we'll look at tonight. Isaiah 30, 21, which says, Your ears will hear a word behind you. This is the way, walk in it. Whenever you turn to the right or to the left. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for Christ who revealed you and revealed your word. pray that you would reveal yourself through your word tonight to us and teach us, and you would give us ears to hear. In Jesus' name, amen. Your ears will hear a word behind you. This is the way. Walk in it whenever you turn to the right or to the left. Since we're not free to take this verse out of the context of Isaiah and invent our own idea of what it means, by way of background, we need to remember uh, that at the time the prophet recorded these words to the people of Israel, they were in a state of rebellion against their God. They had despised his word and his prophets, ignored his counsel, and put their trust in the army of Egypt to get victory over their enemies, the Assyrians, And because of Israel's disobedience and rejecting God's word, the Lord says in this chapter that he had to wait to be gracious and to show compassion to them. But Isaiah tells us here that this is what the Lord longs for. In the midst of their enmity toward him, we have in this chapter what has been called some of the most beautiful of Isaiah's writings. uh, Quote, where window after window is opened and from every one a new vista of glory is seen. So let us look tonight with the eyes of our mind for a while through just one of these windows described here. Let us consider the gracious words in this passage, keeping in mind how Isaiah has described the situation. It says in this chapter Israel was a rebellious people, lying children, children that will not hear the law of the Lord, which say to the seers, See not, and to the prophets, Prophesy not to us what is right, speak to us pleasant words prophesy illusions. The Israelites even said, Get out of the way. Turn aside from the path. Let us hear no more about the Holy One of Israel. Now look at verse 21. Your ears will hear a word behind you. This is the way. Walk in it. Whenever you turn to the right or to the left. I want to draw your attention to this single verse and make some observations about the text. Your ears will hear a word. That's an interesting statement. Of course, we hear with our ears, naturally. This tells us that the voice is a human voice. Israel had rejected the proclamation of the word of God. But here the Lord is saying that they will hear with their ears his word. Now, we know that if he chose to speak audibly and miraculously from heaven, that God can certainly do so. But what this tells us is that the word spoken is spoken on earth so that physical ears hear it. This must be the preaching of uh, the word of the Lord by the prophets. And so there's a speaker that is seen, and there's uh, the one who preaches, and there's a speaker who is unseen every time the word of the living God is proclaimed. They heard with their ears the prophets reminding them of God's law, yet they wished to shut their ears to it if that were possible. Spiritually their ears were indeed closed. They were refusing to hear the unseen one, who is truly speaking by means of faithful men. Another observation is that it says you will hear a word behind you. This shows that the one who hears has his back to the preacher. He is the speaker. He's turned away from the voice of of the unseen teacher. Uh, This is a picture of a rebellious heart who's heard the preaching of the word of God, but who is not willing to attend to it or to consider it or to heed it, Uh, Notice, but notice how the invisible speaker here is at work in a gentle way, giving instruction to the one turned away from him. Uh, This is the way, walk in it, whenever you turn to the right or to the left. In the day of the Lord's mercy that Isaiah speaks of in this chapter, the open preaching of the word of God will ring in the ears of those who have heard it, they will continue to hear. This is God's grace towards sinners. Here we observe the Lord who is unseen, behind the sinner, who is turned away from him, speaking words of guidance. He will even give them ears to hear. And notice that the instructions here are so simple. He says to walk. He doesn't say climb a mountain or swim across an ocean. He says a very gentle word, walk. Walk is the most gentle and simple instruction. And this word is full of grace, is it not? Walk, um, so... It's a simple instruction that puts away all the thought of man-made religion and, you know, that would have us add works and ceremonies in order to gain acceptance with God. Walking is simple to do, just as it's simple to believe, to put our trust in the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved from sin and the wrath that is to come. And here the teacher is behind the people, gently directing him on the correct route. And his instructions are not impossible to obey. Let us consider some implications from this text for our lives. This is the way, walk in it. Who made this way? God made this way, and he has made his own beloved son to be the starting point. Jesus said, Truly I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. I am the door. If anyone enters through me, He will be saved and go in and out and find pasture. Our Lord Jesus is the starting point of this way. This is the way. Walk in it, says the Lord. But not only is he the the point of beginning, he is the way itself. Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. This is the way. Jesus is the way. Walk in him. Not only is he the beginning of the way there and the way itself, he's finally the true destination. The Apostle Paul tells us that we who are alive and remain will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so we shall always be with the Lord. Jesus is the destination of this way. This is the way. Walk in it. This should lead us to ask about the kind of journey that we're taking. What are the travel conditions of this way? We are not promised a road that is free of difficulty, uh, but there are encouraging details to keep in mind as we walk. The Lord has revealed a prayer that we may pray back to him in faith. In Psalm 43 uh, it says, Oh, send out your light and your truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy hill and to your dwelling places. You see that this is in contrast to the way of the wicked in Proverbs 14:19, which tells us It is like darkness. They do not know over what they stumble. But this is the way of light and truth. Walk in it. In Hebrews it says, Therefore, brethren, since we have confidence to enter the holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which he inaugurated for us through the veil that is his flesh, this is the new and living way. Walk in it. There is a way that seems right to a man, but in the end it leads to death. It leads to the way of death. Thus says the Lord stand by the ways and see and ask for the ancient paths where the good way is. Walk in it, and you will find rest for your souls. Paul warns us in Pastor Timothy that some have already turned aside from this way to follow Satan. But the Lord says, This is the good way. Walk in it. Isaiah describes this way as a highway. And it will be called the highway of holiness. The unclean will not travel on it, but it will be for him who walks that way, and fools will not wander on it. This is the way of holiness. Walk in it. Proverbs 15.9 reminds us, The way of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but he loves the one who pursues righteousness. The Lord has promised to guide our feet into the way of peace, according to the words of Zechariah in Luke 1.79. But Isaiah warned that the wicked, they do not know the way of peace, and there is no justice in their tracks. They have made their paths crooked. Whoever treads on them does not know peace. This is the way of peace with God, and the way of the peace of God. Walk in it. Summarized, the Lord desires to be gracious to you and guide you, according to his light and truth, into a new and living way. Inaugurated by his Son, a good way the ancient paths lead to it. It's a highway of holiness and the way of peace. And all these words describe our Lord Jesus and his leading of us as the good shepherd of our souls. All the way my Savior leads me, what have I to ask beside? Could I doubt his tender mercy, who through life has been my guide? Heavenly peace, divinest comfort, hereby faith in him to dwell. For I know, whatever befall me, Jesus doeth all things well. So, we must ask about the end of this way, and where is he leading again? Jesus said, for the gate is small, and the way is narrow that leads to life, and there are few who find it. And if you remember Pilgrim, in Bunyan's famous novel, he was told that he would know the right way to take on his journey, because it would always be the way that was straight and narrow. Um, but he, had, he turned aside to, the, to Bypath Meadow where he lost all of his assurance of salvation as his conscience <coughs> smote him for leaving off the path of obedience. And the word of the Lord says, this is the way that leads to life. Walk in it. How will we know by faith we are walking in this way? Walking in the footsteps of Christ and not being led astray by the world The flesh and the devil who are conspiring against our progress. The Bible teaches that the lives of those who belong to Christ will be marked by good works, which are the fruit of of repentance and faith, as Paul tells us in Ephesians 2, verse 10 For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. This is the way of new life in Christ, producing the fruit of good works by faith walk in that? And finally, what is the end of this way but to know the Lord and be known by Him? Psalm 1 tells us, The Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. This is the way, to know the Lord and be known by Him. Walk in it. So, brothers brothers and sisters, when the Word is faithfully proclaimed, He is present and He is speaking with you, do you desire to hear more of His Word? In this verse in Isaiah 30, it's a call to be scriptural in all that we do, what we love, how we live, how we worship. But before all this, we must settle the question of how we who are born spiritually dead in sin and transgression can ever be made to walk. Are you born again? If you are still in your sins, you are a dead man walking with your back toward God. Hear the warning in his voice. This is the way. Walk in it. But, dear friends, maybe you are a believer here tonight and you have often slipped into neglecting to hear or to heed the word of God. Uh, but the word of the Lord comes graciously tonight to remind you, to remind us, to remind me, this is not the way. Whenever you turn to the right or to the left out of the path of obedience. So, consider tonight how merciful He is to you to keep speaking His instruction gently and giving you ears to hear and he will receive all who come to him. How much abundant grace is demonstrated when he says to his people who have their back turned away from him, your ears will hear a word behind you, this is the way, walk in it, whenever you turn to the right or to the left. Now let us renew our turning, our repentance toward God by faith in his only Son, and receive his gentle leading. This is the way, walk in it.